says, I will extol thee, my God. O King, I will bless thy name forever and ever. Every day will I bless thee, and I will praise thy name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and highly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. This morning, I want to start by posing a question to you. As a Christian, and I would love for you to really think about it. When someone you know or someone that you are simply familiar with falls from grace or miss the mark that Paul encourages us to press towards, what is usually your first response? Are you one of those persons that adds insult to injury, meaning you condemn the person, making them feel worse about the mistake, or do you seek to help them get back on their feet, or do you just watch from a distance? Take some time to think about it and be honest with yourself. You know, as I thought about this question, I was reminded of what Cain said to God in Genesis 4 verse 9 when the Lord had asked him for his brother Abel. Cain's response to God was, am I my brother's keeper? And while the circumstances may vary these days, can you imagine how many times we've seen our brothers and sisters walking in error and say to ourselves, that is not my business, so I am not getting involved. In Galatians chapter 6 verses 1 and 2, Paul says, Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, he which are spiritual, restore such an one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Bear he one another's burden, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Paul says, Brethren. The word brethren here means that he was referring to his own kind. Fellow believers, if we see a man which could be a fellow Christian, a fellow saint, overtaken in a fault, falling in sin, walking in error to the word of God. He that is spiritual, which means those that are more mature in the faith, ought to restore such a one. To restore means to bring back, to reinstate, to rehabilitate. Some theorize that Paul was making reference to the leaders that were among them in Galatia as those that are spiritual. But if we look at 1 Corinthians 3 verse 1, Paul says that he is speaking to them as unto babes in Christ, not as unto spiritual, which means that those that are considered to be spiritual are the more mature and knowledgeable saints. So anyone who is in fellowship with God lives according to his words and walks in the spirit that the lust of the flesh cannot be fulfilled in them is considered to be the spiritual, which makes the duty of restoration a responsibility for all of us within the body of Christ, not only our leaders, and we should not leave this solely upon them. Paul highlighted that this restoration must be done in meekness, lowliness, not a puffed up better than spirit, as we must consider ourselves that it could have very well been us. Some say that the process of restoration may not be easy where the absence of a relationship is. 
But I say to us, let us seek the leading of the Holy Spirit so that we do not allow for this so-called non-existent relationship to be the reason why we fail to try and restore someone to Christ. As Jesus did not say that we should love and serve those that we have a relationship with, but we ought to love and serve every man as he loves us. Let us therefore think on these things as we go throughout the rest of this week. And may it bring transformation in the way we approach our brethren when they have indeed been overtaken by a fault. Let us seek to restore such a one in love and lowliness of spirit through the leading of the Holy Spirit. And let us not leave any man behind. God bless you. See you on Tuesday. Remember you can email me at stacynmwilson at gmail.com.